Hey, welcome to another awesome episode of the Ash Cash Show with Ash Cash and Miss Tashima Jones. This week we are focusing on digital marketing. Sometimes as entrepreneurs, we start to think that if we build it, we will come or they will come. You know what I'm saying? But that's not always the case. And even if you're not an entrepreneur and you're thinking about it, what is the way to get people to notice your business at a reasonable cost? So how do you get people to notice your business without paying an arm and a leg Without having to rob Peter to pay Paul, what do you do? You go to digital marketing. And we have an expert talking with us about the ways you can get visibility for your business. Ash Cash, the Ash Cash Show. Let's do it. WHCR 90.3 FM, New York. I ain't talking about rich. I'm talking about wealth, wealth, wealth. Money ain't a thing. Money ain't a thing. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. We can talk, but money talks. So talk money. Ash cash show. 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 Ash cash show. Ash cash show. Now tuned in to the Ash Cash Show, your number one source for financial motivation. Get your mind and your money right. So welcome to the Ash Cash Show. So, you know, normally uh, I start the show with a daily word. Um, and so today is the 21st anniversary of uh, Biggie Small, uh, you know, Christopher Wallace's death. Uh, and so a long time ago. Uh, I used to uh, write for allhiphop.com. I mean, there was this Biggie Week tribute. Uh, and during the Biggie Week tribute, uh, I had like remixed the uh, 10 Crack Commandments. Uh, and we called it the 10 Life Commandments. Um, and so today, as my daily word, I'm going to play the recording from years ago. So just keep in mind that this is a recording from years ago um, of the recording. Uh, just for full disclosure... I actually wanted to wrap it. I actually wanted to give you a fresh version because I feel like you could understand it better. Uh, but my co-host, my guy D West, even my guest and his wife, they were like, no, they were like, do not rap. Play, play the pre-recorded one. And so, you know, majority rules. I'm going to play this and then we'll come back with Miss Tashima Jones, uh, brand new money. But this is the 10 Life Commandments. Take a phrase that's rarely heard. Clip it. Now it's a daily word. Clip it. Now it's a daily word. Clip it. Now it's a daily word. Daily word. Daily word. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the ten life commandments. Yeah. Happy Friday, my movers and shakers, senses of influences. As we wrap up this Wiggy Week tribute to Biggie Smalls. I don't normally do this, but let's go. Uh, 
It's time to take back your dreams and get a better handle. The rules to the game now written in the manual. A step-by-step booklet for you to get your life on track with abundance, not lack. Never ever let go of your dreams and goals because you know complacency breeds bad energy, especially bad luck. It tears your confidence up. Always prepare your next move. Don't you know opportunity meets preparedness, awareness, your goals must have clearness. You done spent nights up on this wish, so don't just let it slip. Never ever stop your belief. Your mind can open up doors. Your goals are already yours. It's a universal law that come with no flaws. You can have anything as long as you have the goals. You'll never get by on just a nine to five. Always practice what you're best at. Don't care if you're already great. Stay up late. Doubting your greatness is tasteless. To reach all of your goals is going to take patience. Keep your negative emotions completely regulated. Success and bad thoughts don't mix. Want to fix your mind quick, think positive, and that'll be it. Never keep regrets on you. Whatever happened in the past will fix itself soon. If you're going to think small, you might as well not think. Thoughts become things. Take heed and listen. There's no need to start wishing if it's not the biggest. A strong word called commitment. Be determined. It helps fulfillment. If you truly want your goal, just say so. Be always on your job and love life when you wake up. No excuses. 24/7 is your makeup. Good thoughts hit your temple. Watch your life shape up. Negative things you break up in the past. Your mind shine bright like Jacob. Heard in three weeks your foes took a major pay cut. Heard you got so focused, don't got time for haters. Gotta go, gotta go. Now wake up. It's cash. That's cash. Y'all got bars, yo. Bars. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all got bars. So. Bars. Like, like, I, like, I almost <laughs> think that if this finance thing didn't work, man, I should have. Yeah, you, you. I should have took a shot at, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, got I believe you. Like, I, like, I, yo, that was, yo, the bars. It was really right. great. All right. Life bars. That was our, our <laughs> daily word for today. Rest in peace, Biggie Smalls. Uh, but today. Brand new money with Tashima Joe. Because yeah. normally I have a transition. That, but, yeah, you do. But speaking of Biggie Smalls, <laughs> <laughs> the four for the love. The four for the love. Marketing Maven in the building, Mr. Tashima Jones. Yes, Tashima Jones here. <laughs> brand As new, always, brand happy brand to new, be brand. here. For brand new money, I wanted to talk about standing for a purpose, standing for a cause. Recently, you know, we. Um, uh, celebrated International Women's Day and McDonald's flipped out. Literally, they turned one of their locations, Golden Arches, upside down with the W. So amazing. Um, and it was at Patricia Williams' store. She is an African-American woman who owns 18 McDonald's locations wow. with her two daughters. So um, when you are building a brand and when you are building this empire, always remember to give back, whether it's inspiration, acknowledgement, honoring someone, a group of people, do that because it goes a long way. So McDonald's did a really great thing um, using their brand to celebrate women 
internationally. Man, I, and I saw that too. And at first, I was like, "This is Photoshop." Hey, this gonna say it's Photoshop. I thought it was Photoshop, but I think it, it, it's definitely um, a good thing to use. You know, use your brand the right way. And, and an awesome story um, around you know have starting a business with family and be, you know being able to own so, so many uh, and then creating that that legacy that could be passed down for generations. So that's awesome story. So yes, I, we have to get her on the show. Oh, I'm absolutely. already working on it. Oh man, that's, that's you know that. that <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yes, most uh, And so we're excited about the guest that we have today uh, because the, I guess this is going to be like a Tashima and you know, Tashima show because no. uh, I mean no, but, we, <laughs> but we're, we're talking about uh, digital marketing, um, and so you know we have a digital marketing expert in the building that's going to give us you know some tips, especially for for entrepreneurs uh, that are interested in getting their business found, um, and you know he's worked with some major you know major players, but then also uh, works with startups as well. So this is going to be an exciting show, but we're going to take a quick uh, music break. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to come back with our guests. This is Ash Cash, Mr. Shima Jones, the Ash Cash Show. You're now tuned into the financial motivator himself, Ash Cash, Mr. Mind Right, Money Right. Money Right. Hondo paid for no, no car payments. payments. <laughs> we are back to Ash Cash Show every Friday, 7 p.m. WACR 90.3 FM, New York, the voice of Harlem with Ash Cash, Mr. Shima Jones. All right, so we're excited about the guest that we have today. We have Mr. Sterling McKinley in the building with us today, and he is a speaker, trainer, and online marketing consultant. He has over 15 years of digital marketing experience in helping startups and fi Fortune 500 companies dominate the web. Understand that. That's that's really important. He helps startups and Fortune 500 companies dominate the web. He uses the web to drive online visibility and generate leads. He has a natural knack for online marketing and prides himself on analytical thinking and his relatable personality. He can be found at GetFoundMore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for Mr. Sterling. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for, for, for being our guest. Um, and so, you know, we, we love to re read bios, but we also love for our guests to tell us in their words who they are. So, who is Sterling right. McKinley. How much time do you have? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, I'll give you the, the, the short version. So um, I was in college back in uh, 2000. And, you know, around that time, the Internet was kind of this new thing that was still growing. And it wasn't really what it is now. So uh, I was really was a communications major. I switched to, um, no, a marketing major. I switched to communications because I had, you know, more time, flexibility. And one semester break, I locked myself in my dorm room and taught myself basic, you know, HTML and how to do websites. So, you know, from there, I worked with family and friends and churches and nonprofits, you know, continued to grow over the years. And, you know, now this is this is what I do. So, like you said, I help companies of all sizes. You know, I coach, I teach and I speak. Um, matter of fact, this weekend I'm speaking at a conference as well here in New York. So, you know. It's one of them things. And in the last, I would say, about five years, I really got uh, really uh, serious about my speaking and my teaching. You know, everybody, anybody can design websites. Mm -hmm. But as far as teaching people how to do it, 
and connecting the dots, that's really when I come in. And like I said, for my little personality, <laughs> you know, digital marketing, like a lot of fields like finance can be very uh, complex. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to find simple ways, simple examples to break things down, help people understand new things and use them in their business to grow. Awesome. So what led to you actually wanting to teach people versus just doing it? Right. Um, It was by it was by mistake. (laughs) So um, back in, I believe, 2010, uh, a friend of mine uh, was supposed to give a talk at Howard University. Um, At the last minute, he couldn't do it. Um, He called me and said, hey, Sterling, can you do the speech for me? And, you know, I've never done it before. So I was like super like nervous and, you know, scared. I took a couple of days, but something inside I was like, you know, do this. This is, you're scared. So you should probably do this. Mm. So, you know, that week, um, I took about 30 hours, uh, made my slides, memorized every word of my speech. I was ready to go. Um, and I remember I was, uh, in the bathroom <laughs> before I spoke and, you know, I had the Eminem moment. I'm in the, in the mirror, like, <laughs> you know, I'm about to throw up. <laughs> if I want to, I can leave out the back door. They, they won't even know. Right. Um, but I didn't run. I didn't leave. You know, I gave the speech, and it went really well. And it surprised me. I mean, all of my examples, all of my jokes, all of my, um, you know, different examples I had, um, my um, storytelling and workshops, it went great. Mm. And so from there, I say, you know what? Something I'm really good at. And there's a lot of people in digital marketing, mm. but... Now people that can really teach it and can really, you know, translate that to their to their attendees. So um, that's how I got in, in the speaking really by, by mistake. And it went well. And I said, hey, let me keep doing this. And this I what I do now, you know, is a way to, you know, to, to gain clients and reach, you know, bigger customers. Nice, nice, nice. And I love it, you know, because I think that one of the things um, that people don't realize is that, you know, even if you have a business and a viable business, um, in order for your business to do well, people need to know about the business, right. you know? Uh, and so, so why, why digital marketing, mm-hmm. um, and not, you know, guerrilla marketing? Why not, you know, hand to hand and, right. you know, hitting, you know, br- you know, brick and mortars. Why digital marketing? Yeah. I mean, all of things are great. Traditional marketing is great. It has a place, you know, but, um, you know, I've worked with some large companies, you know, like, like Sprint and Bridgestone and, you know, these companies have huge ad budgets, mm-hmm. you know, marketing. They can run campaigns on TV and radio and print and, you know, spend millions of dollars. But most small and mid-sized companies can't do that. Mm-hmm. So the best way they can market themselves is by digital marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not, not cheap. It's not free. But the cost of entry is way less, you know, uh, than traditional means, TV, radio, print, and those things. So, you know, and just look around. I mean, everybody's, you know, on their phones 24-7. So if you want to connect with your customers, you have to be, you know, available on that phone. And that phone is by, by email. Um, it's video. Um, it's, your, it's your website. It's social media. All those things together. So being on that phone and being found is is huge right now. And it's kind of, I won't say the only thing that matters, but a lot of times the first interaction a customer has with your business or your brand is you know, from your website, mm-hmm. from online, from social media. And if that um, interaction is a bad one, you know, I'm sure you know this. Mm-hmm. First impressions are key. Absolutely. If I come to your website and it's slow, it's not working, your social media is, you know, weak and not there, you know, in my mind, you know, you may be, be a great company, but in my mind, I'm saying, okay, bad website, bad social media, bad company. Mm-hmm. I'm hitting the back button, going back to Google <laughs> right. and finding a new company. Yeah. So it's so important that you have a really you know, strong um, online presence that really tells a story and pull your customers in. 
Absolutely. Definitely. And it's a perfect segue to my question. What are some of the challenges to digital marketing? Because I think we have right. this idea that, you know, digital marketing is everything. Right. But I'm sure there are some things that people come across. What are those things? Um, I'll say the first thing is having having a plan and having goals. So, you know, everybody wants to do digital marketing. They want to have a website. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to uh, be on social media. But a lot of people don't have a game plan in mind. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, I think, is one of the biggest challenges, having a game plan in mind, you know, figuring out what do you want to do? Do you want to increase sales? Do you want to increase leads, increase phone calls? And, you know, I think once you have those goals in mind, you know, a lot of the other strategies kind of fall in place. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, having a plan, I, th- I think, is, is, is huge. And, and as far as budgeting goes, you spoke about, right. you know, smaller businesses. What is, you know, an example yeah. of a budget for a smaller mid-sized company? Right. Um, there's no exact figure. And once again, it depends on what do you want, want to do. Um, you know, but, but a basic package goes out at about 2000 a month for, for a company. They do some social media marketing, some, some SEO, email marketing. But it really depends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people ask me how much do things cost. And, yeah, there's packages. But, you know, what, what I found in the last few years is that people are tired of the, the big box approach. Mm-hmm. You know, they're tired of, in a sense, tired of Walmart and these big stores that have these prepackaged solutions. They want a boutique service that's mm-hmm. tailored to the, their company. So that's what I try to do, really. I can, you know, I can give you a price, <clears throat> but I'd rather come up with a custom quote that really fits your needs. You know, looking at what you're doing currently and saying, okay, this is the plan we can put in place to achieve these goals. Definitely. Man, I love that. And I, I love that you said that because um, I think that's one of the, the um, biggest mistakes that some companies do uh, is that they look at another company, they see the success of the other right. company, uh, and they try to sort of mimic what that mm-hmm. company is doing uh, instead of, you know, finding their brand identity and, and right. creating that story. Um, and so you mentioned that a, a, a few times, you know, as it relates to digital marketing, uh, but even in, you know, in, in, in your speeches and, you know, giving mm-hmm. stories. Um, why, do you, why do you think creating a story and having yeah. a story is important? Yeah, um, stories are, are huge. I mean, and if we go back in time to when we were all kids, you know, we love we love stories. Mm-hmm. We love to watch TV shows and you know watch movies. Hey, I mean, look at Black Panther. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a story. Absolutely. So people are drawn in stories, and you know, uh, Black Panther is made by um, uh, by Disney and Marvel. Mm-hmm. Disney they have mastered the art of storytelling. You know, through their their brand, through um, you know TV, through their, their shows, through their theme parks. So, you know, examples like, like Nike, examples like Apple, they tell a great story. You know, Apple tells a story of, hey, if you have this phone, you know, you're better. You're going to do better in business. Yeah. Maybe not, but right. you feel that <laughs> way. Right, right. You know, you put on some Nikes, you put on some, some Jays you, that you can ball. Yeah, you man. get in that court, though, it, it's no guarantee, but they, yeah, they, build that, yeah. <laughs> they, they build that, that story in brand. Get these LeBrons and I can do my LeBron. Get these, these Currys and I can shoot that three. Maybe not, but that's why stories are so important. Stories pull people in. You know, people want to know, you know, what you do, what you can offer. And they want to hear, you know, your personal story. People like finding out why mm-hmm. you did something. They want to hear that passion. And that, you know, passion and that story really can pull them in. And like you said before, you know, your story sets you apart from other companies, from other people. We all have stories. We all have, you know, struggles and challenges and victories. And 
a lot of times sharing that is the tool to pull people into your company. Absolutely. Definitely. And you spoke about, you know, getting the sneakers and going to the court and maybe not really playing as well <laughs> as MJ himself. Right. But how do you explain that to your clients that, yes, we are promoting your brand. Yes, mm-hmm. we are coming up with this strategy. But how do you explain results with that strategy? Because I think that's a hard thing to actually break yeah. to uh, companies, especially people who may not really understand marketing itself. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it depends. It's marketing or, or is it branding? And, you know, a lot of big companies struggle with that, too. They spend, you know, millions of dollars on campaigns and they're mm-hmm. trying to track back, you know, that billboard we, we had, that blimp we had over Yankee Stadium. How did that translate back to a sale? Mm-hmm. Sometimes that, that can be tough. Um, but the thing I love about digital marketing is you can track everything. Mm-hmm. I can track clicks. I can track time on site. I can track where you came from, when you left my site, where you went. So, mm-hmm. you know, having some of those metrics in place really help. Um, but once again, you know, what do you want to do? If you're on social media, we can track, you know, fans or followers or comments or interaction, emails. Uh, we can check your response rate. Um, people open your email, people mm-hmm. click. So things like that give a better understanding of kind of what's, what's happening. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, all those numbers are great, but people care about about sales. <laughs> so, you know, you yeah. really have to travel the marketer to try to turn that that business in tangible things. Definitely. Yeah. And, I, and, and you know, I, I love that because I think that, uh, you know, it's it's actually more tangible. Like you said, like digital marketing, like I could you could actually track right. track things. So, you know, when you when you think about like a billboard, you put a billboard up, you know, all right, people, you could say, hey, X amount of people drove by this billboard, right. but how many people actually looked at it, right? Exactly. People were probably texting and driving anyways. No, I'm joking. Unfortunately. I'm joking, right? Unfortunately. <laughs> but, you know, but, but how, how many people? So, you know, I, you know, I love that. And, um, you know, what, what has been the biggest struggle um, for you, you know, f- you know, as a digital marketing expert, talking to uh, businesses, uh, what has been your biggest struggle, you know, as a business owner, mm-hmm. um, as far as getting, you know, the, your word out and trying to, you know, reach customers and and the reward as well. But go ahead. How <laughs> so? The reward as far as just being an entrepreneur in general. Right. So so but so can, biggest, yeah, yeah. So biggest struggle as an entrepreneur, <laughs> okay. and then. She wanna slide it in the room. Like, come on, we're gonna get there. But like like talk to us about the 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 struggles of you know or of being an entrepreneur. If there are struggles, right? Because sometimes you know struggles stuff. Yeah, I'm just saying, right? Sometimes there isn't struggles. Sometimes, you know, people, you know, get out of you know, quit college, make billions of dollars. I'm joking. But you know what I'm saying? But but talk to us about any struggles you had as an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny you said because we, we all hear those stories, mm-hmm. you know, people that drop out of school and they just make it. And, mm-hmm. I mean, that happens, but those stories are, are, are rare. Um, so, you know, my story was a challenge of, of trying to stand out because there are a lot of people that claim to be digital marketing gurus mm-hmm. and this and that, and I get you on page one of Google. So, you know, my challenge was how do I stand out from from the crowd? And, you know, speaking was that the way I stood out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that speaking and training, a lot of people really don't do not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, you know, don't have, you know, I guess the patience and I guess the humility to break things down to people and talk to them on their on their level, you know. Um, I won't say any names, though. But mm-hmm. a lot of people like talk to people's heads with big terms and right. phrases. And, and I, that's my thing, you know. It's like a pastor. I'm trying to reach the masses. So yeah. let me break this down, you know, so everybody can understand it, everybody can hear it. So, you know, the struggle really was finding my niche. You know, what was the thing that made me differently? But, you know, once I found that, you know, 
my business increased. I mean, you know, um, speaking increased. You know, I'm on the show. You know, tomorrow I'm on a I'm at a conference all nice. because really speaking right before mm-hmm. then you know I, and digital marketing right like we right, like right. Exactly, yeah. exactly because because truth be told um before we even connected with each other like i used to see you on my timeline right. okay. <laughs> and so and so i'm and, and like we like I, we, didn't, we didn't know each yeah, other yeah, anything yeah. um and i and i was like you know like why am i seeing this guy on the timeline <laughs> right. and then when you hit me on on you know on on social media yeah. I was like, oh, let's do it because I already had that fam- okay. familiarity already with right. you, um, which which is also a testament of yeah. you know what you do and how good you are, what you do, right. honestly. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, um, and we know this from market research that um, a lot of times people don't do business with bi- with with businesses the first time they interact with the business. Right. They they need to see it or, or interact with the business a few times, right. and so. I, you know, I already felt like I knew you. So when you hit me up, I was like, "Oh yeah, of course, let's let's make it happen." Right. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I definitely think that's 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 a, a definitely yeah. a testament, you mm-hmm. know, to 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 you and what you do. Yeah, um, and, and that's funny. Um, so I give out kind of one of my secrets, one of my tips: uh, Instagram mm-hmm. um, DMs. I mean, so a lot of people worry about getting a million followers. Not really. I'm not worried about that. You know, if I get ten thousand, twenty thousand, that's great, but I'm there for networking. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to the speakers. I'm talking to TV hosts. I'm talking to writers like yourself. Mm-hmm. Hey, how can you work together? You know, can I be on your show? Can I speak at your conference? Hey, this is what I do. So a lot of my time on uh, Instagram is spent networking. So, you know, once again, for a business to come back, what do you want to achieve? What do you, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're trying to uh, reach the masses, maybe Facebook is good for you. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to reach, you know, business owners, B2B, LinkedIn is where you need to be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a great example you just gave, you know, knowing the right network, you know, to reach people on. And like you said, posting again and again, you know, mm-hmm. every day posting content. And, you know, what I post online is me me talking. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not some picture of me in the suit, you know, <laughs> right. drinking my coffee. You know, people do that and, and, yeah. it, and it works, but that's not me. I try to be real online, mm-hmm. you know, there's videos of me talking, videos of me speaking, you know, in the morning, driving to my office, getting ideas. I try to post that stuff. And, you know, I found that that natural, real touch, you know, mm-hmm. I don't have a million followers, but that seems to work good for me. You know, mm-hmm. just being real, being, you know, transparent. People say, hey, I, you know, I see that guy over and over and over again talking about this. You know, let right. me look into what he's saying. Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I love it. I love it. All right, cool. We're going to take a quick music break. But when we come back, we're going to come back with more from Mr. Sterling McKinley. You know, definitely want to kind of jump into to, to more, especially uh, for the entrepreneurs out there, for the side hustlers out there, for the, you know, those who work for, you know, big company. We, we're going to come back with, you know, more information for you. But we're going to take a quick music break. This is Ash Cash, Mr. Shima Jones. The Ash Cash Show. You are now tuned in to the Ash Cash Show. Your number one source for financial motivation. Get your mind and your money right. Yes, we are back. The Ash Cash Show on WHCR 90.3 FM, New York, the voice of Harlem. And we are speaking with Mr. Sterling McKinley, digital marketing expert and keynote speaker. So if you have been tuned in, you would have heard me ask about the rewards um, of your experience. Let us know some of those things. Um, or, or the mo- the yeah. most rewarding part yes. of being 
an entrepreneur? Because that's just sound of rewards yeah. of your experience. Like, what yes, is the most rewarding? To be honest, I kind of forgot, oh, okay. but I knew I knew rewards. Right. So, so what, I was letting it flow. Uh, <laughs> the most rewarding part of being an entrepreneur, especially because. We hear this all the time. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. So we talked about the struggles, but you know what? What is that rewarding part? Like, like what is the most rewarding part of being an entrepreneur? Right. Um, that's a great question. So um, it's funny. Sometimes you lose sight of that. Mm. You know, you get to that point where it's about you know just making money and you know the sales. But you know, every once in a while, I do kind of like stop and pause and. I would say one of the rewards is the satisfaction of knowing that, you know, I, I did it. Mm-hmm. You know, I had this dream mm-hmm. in my head and, you know, I took the time to study and it and it really worked. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I would say one. Uh, second one is I'm a natural helper. So I love helping people and being an entrepreneur, working with small business owners and helping them grow is something that, that I love. Um, and the last thing I'll say is being an entrepreneur has been like my greatest teacher. I mean, mm. I've learned mm. so much Absolutely. and been forced to grow in so many ways and, you know, face things about myself I didn't want to face. Mm. Like before, you know, as a kid, I was very, you know, shy. I didn't talk much to myself. And I got to front of my business like, you know what, that ain't going to work no more. Right, so right. you got you to gotta force it, you know. And I did it and did it while I was uncomfortable. And now it's, it's natural. And I can turn it off and on, you know, when I need to. So, um, yeah, it's been a great teacher, you know, you know, for me in all areas of life. I mean, faith and you know, presenting myself and you know, finance and, and everything. It's been a been a great experience so far. Nice, nice. And, and talk, talk to us about that transition though to entrepreneurship because um, you know, was this something that you know straight out of college you right. just was like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur now? Did you work for like what? What was that that whole transition into entrepreneurship? Yeah, so um, it actually started back in the fourth grade. So um, <laughs> you know, my mom worked at a, at a at a bookstore, and sometimes she'd bring home candy that was you know guaranteed to expire but not bad yet, <laughs> but it couldn't sell no more. And you know, she gave it to me, and you know, oh, I'll give this to your friends, baby, you know, for free. And I did it once or twice, and then something was like. Nah, <laughs> I mean fifth grade candy bars is currency, you know. Right, right, right. You know, so um, you know, I sold it on my desk for a few weeks. You know, you know, I had the low price stuff. You know, the the Nihilators, the Twizzlers. Then I had my top shelf stuff, mm. the chocolate bars. You know, so I had my pricing. Um, and I don't know where I got this from. I had this idea one week to um, employ my friends as my my salesman. Uh, it went terrible. So you know, I gave them all the candy to sell for the week. They were supposed to sell it, bring the money back. And the week came, there was no no money or a wow. little money. Um, so I said, I'm not paying you guys. You literally ate the profit. Man, Biggie Small said it, man. Money and blood don't mix. <laughs> so, you know, they all gained up from the union, went to the principal pretty much, and, you know, told her that, you know, I stood them up. Wow. You know, so wow. told me to shut down the business, wrote a letter home to my parents, and I had to pay them back in restitution, <laughs> you know, um, all my money. So that was the end of my Early entrepreneurship, it was late, lie dormant until like high school. So in high school, I played basketball. Well, I tried to. Mm-hmm. So I got to a point in 11th grade, you know, after we won the state championship. I said, you know what? Basketball is fun, but I'm not that guy. You know, I can do a few runs here and there, but all day, not me. So, you know, I, I stopped uh, playing basketball. Everybody said I was crazy. Like, oh, man, you're crazy. You know, we just won the state title. You know, if you play next year, you know, you, you'll be a starter. You know, it'll be great. And something's like, nah, I've done enough for this. I'm not going to be, you know, Kobe. That's, that's not me. So I joined uh, FBLA, Future Business Leaders of America. Mm. And that's where it really started. You know, I just took a hold of me. And, you know, my, at my high school, um, 
people just didn't get it. I was the the only member of FBLA. Mm-hmm. Wow. So your book photo just me sitting there smiling <laughs> like this by myself. Right. And you know, I remember we, we went to the state competition, and you know, all the schools are there from across the state, and they have their big teams. You know, and they come from the state, everybody's clapping, and I walk out just me, like <laughs> you know, one man team. So. All that is where it started. Mm-hmm. You know, college, I started my business. You know, when I got out of college, I wanted to, you know, go full time, but I had bills to pay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, next week, rent was due. So I got a job doing radio sales. I did that job mm. uh, for eight months. It was tough because it was all commission. So mm-hmm. you had to work hard. So, but while doing the job, I had an opportunity to speak to a lot of small business owners, you know, and finding out that they had needs for, for their website. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's when we really click. Like, people really need this service. People, you know, like me. They trust me. I can do it. So uh, I saved my money up, about $3,000 up. Um, I quit my job after eight months. Once again, everybody said I was crazy. Yep. You know, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I got to do this. Mm-hmm. So I quit my job. Um, I did it. And then my first office was actually in my closet. Mm. People clown me for that again. So, <laughs> but you know, I started that way. Um, and, you know, there was tough times, but, you know, it started out, you know, going well. And fast forward to today, all the trials and struggles, and, and I'm here. So, you know, through my life, it seems it's always been points where people say, you're crazy. You're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Or you can't do that. You can't be a speaker. You're too nice. You can't have a business. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, I, I can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, once again, going back to that reward, it's like, People always tell me what I what I couldn't do, or I wasn't tough enough, or or smart enough, you know. And you know, look at me now. And that, <laughs> so, that, awesome. that's the fuel, the and fuel that that passions, or the fuel that ignites the passion. Okay. Bars. I got bars, <laughs> man. Every time, every time I play my bars, man. You say something told me. You've said that a few times. Something right. told me. Something told me. And um. What is that something and how important has your faith been right. in the success that you are able to experience now? Um, man, it's been everything. So, you know, my, my dad was a pastor. Every my family is a, is a pastor. It's kind of a family business. So, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> which, which, which makes sense that you're a speaker. Yeah. Because that's. Exactly. You know, yeah. So, I've seen a lot of, you know, people speaking and right, stuff like right, that. So, right. um, you know, it laid dormant for a while. I don't preach now. I mean, but. <laughs> But, um, yeah, faith has played a huge part. I mean, because in business, like, you, you literally have reality and what you have in your head. Mm. And mm. sometimes they don't match up. Like, mm. your bank account don't match up. And your car broke down. you like, and but there's been times, like, I have my faith. Like, mm. I, I literally prayed. I, I, I thought about it. I thought positive about good things. And they happened. Mm. You know, it happens to this day. I need something. And ask my wife. I mean, the phone rings. Right. And, you know. My email comes and you know I, I get. I that. told my wife the spiritual stuff really works. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I <laughs> so I just had to. I just fit right there, but my fault. But um, but yeah um, <laughs> my fault. I, I messed up your. And congratulations. They're good. Congratulations, you guys yeah. recently, you know, yeah. tied the knot. She so. was stalking you too because she, <laughs> no. she said November. What, what's the, <laughs> no, no, no. What's the exact date? Your, what's the exact date? Your she told website. me the exact date. October 15th. No, I, was, I didn't tell her. No. no I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but your website has your Instagram on it. Right. And I followed yeah. the, I clicked it's the picture because I saw a really she beautiful like, gown. She was like, And I said, oh. They just At 7.37 a.m. No, but congratulations. Okay. But your face. Yeah, just, I mean, just a, a huge part, and it made my face so much stronger. Just going to business, Cause like I say, having those points where things just didn't look good. Mm. And, you know, even going back to um, 08, 
I was a year in business. That first six months was really good for me. You know, I made about 40000 on myself, and that was pretty good back mm-hmm, then. Mm-hmm. And then Owet came, mm-hmm. and day after day, I lost every single one of my clients wow. until I had, like, no clients. So I, at that point, I was just I was feeling good myself. I upgraded, got a new apartment and everything. <laughs> right, right. I got there, and they had no clients. Right. <laughs> so, you know, that, too, was one of those points where, you know, there were tough times, but, Man. you know, that faith kind of kept me, you know, in the game and kept doing, like, okay, one day, you know, keep keep doing this. You're doing the right thing. Even mm. when you're not seeing the tangible things, yeah. you know it's what you're supposed to do. So, um, yeah, faith is, is huge. And that, that's that's so, so, so important. And I, and I don't think people um, give too much power to faith, mm-hmm. right? Because um, I know for certain, similar to, to what you said about your story, you know, I have a similar story where, you know, Things were going well, then I lose everything, and mm-hmm. it was really faith that that kind of you know helped me bounce back. Um, and so, a lot of times, people uh, look at your success and they mm-hmm. look at what you're doing, um, and they feel like you know there's this formula, and they want to know the formula, <laughs> and they want to know how you do it. Uh, and right. for me, I swear, like everything that I have gotten in my life. The stuff that I tried to do myself never worked out. Mm-hmm. It's usually the stuff that I prayed about, the stuff that I envisioned, the mm-hmm. stuff that I did affirmations about, right. that I did I get the call or I get the, mm-hmm. you know, the by the way, like, um, and, and people don't give credit to that. And right. I guess because it just, I don't know. I don't know why they don't give credit to it, but um, it, it, it's sad. I, I hope and wish that people would, realize that the spiritual stuff really works and 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 it doesn't mean that you don't do work right you do right. you still have to work but working is just a, a part of part it, of it. Yeah. you know it's really it's really that faith yeah exactly absolutely and so talk to us about um you know your workbook so you have a, a book that's yes. out now talk to uh, us about that so uh last month i released a social media workbook um it's 120 pages it has you know walkthroughs it has uh videos examples worksheets and you know to really help a company build a social media presence up. You know, I, I wrote it because people are always asking me, you know, about social media and how can they can they grow it. Um, and some people couldn't afford my services, so I said, you know, let's write a book and kind of give you the template. And, you know, once again, it's not a one-size-fits-all formula. It's a workbook. You have to write, fill it out, questionnaires, and through that you get kind of a game plan. Um, so, yeah, it's been, it's been going good so far, uh, a lot of good responses. Um you know, but it's it's a workbook. You have right. to work the book. A lot of people mm-hmm. get it. And I'm like, you gotta work the right. book. Work <laughs> book. You gotta work the book. Right. Yeah. You, you just can't look at it. You gotta go through, answer the questions, and it gives you that that formula. And you know, like I said before, it's all about storytelling. It's all about how can you use social media to tell your your story. You know, what that story is, and how can you use videos and pictures and graphics to tell that story to, you know, entice people to come into your company and. You know, social media is the the big hot thing everybody talks about, but it's not the end all be all. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a part of digital marketing, but like you said earlier, it's, it's one of those kind of reminders. Like, hey, I'm still here. Right. So, as a company, you do want to be on social media, kind of have that constant kind of ping in your customers' ears. So they're seeing you in different places. They're seeing you on social media. They're seeing you on email and Facebook and YouTube and all those, um, you know, instances where they see you add up to them calling you for service. Absolutely. So that's kind of how, how, how it works. But social media is definitely one of those tools that a company can use to kind of tell that story and lead to a to a sale possibly. No, absolutely. And what so, you know, what is your ultimate goal, right? Mm-hmm. So when you think 
man, 20 years from now, 30 years, 40 years, however long. Right. Uh, when, when they say Sterling McKinley, uh, what is that legacy? What is that goal? Mm-hmm. What, what, what is the mark that you want to leave on the world? Right. Um, well, first, I want some kids. First, mm. So, you know, <clears throat> I don't have any kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, it's funny. I always think that. And sometimes my wife asks me, you know, you know, what do you want to do when you get older or you have to retire? And I'm like, eh, I don't think I'll retire. Mm-hmm. But, you know, really, I, I want to do what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Just on a, on a bigger level. Yeah. So, you know, reaching more people, teaching more people how to use digital marketing, you know, and something you brought up, too, um, is that whole faith inspirational talk. I'm not that Tony Robinson speaker, hey, you can do it under 20 steps, but, mm-hmm. you know, I do have something that can help people. So right. it all comes down, I said, to the helping, you know, right. if, if I can help you, and, you know, I believe, you know, first thing I've, I've heard from God in prayer, like help people. Mm-hmm. If you help people, you know, everything will, will come to you. So that's really my goal, to help people as much as I can. So if that's through teaching and writing, that's great. That's through doing... Um, uh, workshops and seminars, that's great, too. If it's doing consulting, that's great, too. So really, my end goal, what I'm doing now, is kind of three things, you know, doing the, the workshops and the speaking, doing the um, consultation with clients, and doing those things, you know, and teaching. Mm-hmm. Doing those three things is really what, what I want to keep doing. Absolutely. Just on a greater level. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. All right, cool. And if so, if people wanted to, you know, connect with you, they wanted to find you, uh, where's the best place for them to Um, find you? The best place, the easiest place is my website is getfoundmore.com. That's getfoundmore.com. I'm on every social site. If you just uh, search my name, Sterling McKinley, you'll see me on Facebook. You'll see me on Instagram and LinkedIn and all those things. So social media, just search whatever platform you're in, Sterling McKinley. My uh, website is getfoundmore.com, and there you can see more of my videos, uh, learn more about what I do. And if you want to use my services, you can reach out to me and contact me. We can talk about how you know we can grow your company. No, absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> round of applause. Uh, thank you so much for coming out. Make sure you go to the website, getfoundmore.com, uh, to get information. Because I know everybody who's listening to this, uh, if you are an avid listener of the show, you know I talk about multiple streams of income. So if you have a current business right now, you're going to need services that's going to help you get found more. Uh, if you don't have a business right now, you're just working a nine to five, you definitely need that uh, that that thing that's going to help you get to that next level, that thing that's going to, you know, help you uh, create that side hustle and, and become, you know, you know, create that other stream of income. So make sure you check him out. Sterling McKinley, getfoundmore.com. All right, we're going to take another quick music break, but when we come back, we're going to come back with Ask Ash Cash. This is Ash Cash, Mr. Shima Jones, the Ash Cash Show. Welcome to Ask Ash Cash. You have questions, he has an answer. Ask Ash Cash. How can I get out of debt? Is this a good time to buy a house? What's a good credit score? It's a 401k. Yo. Who's Dow Jones? We are back. The Ash Cash Show on WHCR 90.3 FM, New York, the voice of Harlem. For today's Ask Ash Cash question, that is a tongue twister for me. Um, I, it's really simple. 
What are three tips to give um, for someone who is transitioning from a nine to five to full time entrepreneurship? Mm, nine to five, full time entrepreneurship. Three tips, right? I, step number one is to make sure that you have a plan. Um, a lot of times people just want to do it. They follow their hunch, their intuition, but they don't really have a plan, a fully thought out plan, meaning, you know, you know, what is the business? How are you going to make money in the business? How are you going to survive, you know, when you're not making money? All, everything that goes with running that business, you want to first uh, be able to, to do that. So that's step number one, I would say, uh, is, is, is your first step. Uh, number two, I would say uh, start cutting back on expenses, right? So kind of feel a little bit how it's going to be when you don't have as much money because a lot of times people have these uh, nine to fives and they're living their life uh, through this nine to five, not realizing as a business owner, you don't have that permanent check. And so start cutting back expenses and saving as much money as possible. Create that financial freedom fund or FU fund is like, I like to call it as well, where you're at least keeping uh, three to, to six months of expenses in the account. So number one, have the plan. Number two, start to, to, to cut back on your expenses, you know, save. And then number three, don't just take, and this is my opinion, don't just take the plunge. Test the market a little bit. Some people just jump out the window and say, oh, I'm going to jump and, 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 and gain my wings on the way down. I was one of those people. I did it. I hit, my, I hit hard. I hit myself hard on the pavement, and then I had to pick up the pieces, put myself back together, go back upstairs, and then jump again. And so I, so I say that if you are transitioning from 9 to 5 to you know, full-time entrepreneur, you know, I would, uh, unless you have, you know, like a deal on the table, the moment that you jump out, that's going to help sustain you. Uh, I would try to figure out how can you create, uh, you know, how can you do both and then wind down when you start finding traction and and, and improving your concept, uh, then take the full, the full plunge. And number three. That oh, that three. was three? I'm sorry. Okay. He wasn't even listening. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's no, all good. All right, cool. So it's that time. We got to wrap up. Uh, yo, D-West, what's up, man? You want to say something? About, you know, yeah. You know, yo, Ash, I got, I got beef with you for two oh, weeks. For, yeah, two weeks, right? Because I, cause I, 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 I yeah. didn't do that. that that's I, true. My, my fault. So, I, I like, let me take outro. another that's true. vacation. I always get an outro, but not an intro. Oh. That is, no, that is true. That I only is got an intro. So we going to intro you at the top. Yeah, no, the two weeks you weren't here. I got an intro. I got you got an intro. I shouted him out. He He was asking questions. I think he was feeling lonely, that's why. (laughs) Nah, I just you know, I I don't know. You were you were the other person to talk to, but now I'm back. Yeah, I mean, my fault, D West. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a better job, man. It's always next week. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a better job. <laughs> Mr. Shima Jones, where can the people find you? You can find me at tashimajones.com. All of my social media and contact information can be found there. And me, I am Ash Cash. Make sure you visit me, iamashcash.com. Become my friend on Facebook, facebook.com/slash/iamashcash. Follow me on Twitter, twitter.com/slash/iamashcash, and I'm on Instagram too. Instagram.com slash I am Ash Cash. Till next week, same time, same, same place. place. Peace. You are now tuned in to the Ash Cash Show, your number one source for financial motivation. Get your mind and your money right.